I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. It's very easy to get complacent with your content and just kind of let it ride. Uh, and then, But then every once in a while, you see something that you're like, oh my gosh, that was such a good idea. So that's kind of what this episode's about. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 137. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we are talking about content that we love. We actually did uh, an episode on this a while back of two examples of content that we love, each of us, and what, what we loved about it, why we loved it. And just to give people some inspiration, I think, is was the whole purpose. Because these, for me at least, the examples I shared and the examples I'm going to share in this episode certainly um, inspire me. Um, but before we get into that inspirational conversation that we're going to have, what are you drinking today, Jesse? So um, I've been on a blueberry kick. And so I'm actually drinking one of my favorite beers. It's from a brewery in Ellicottville, New York. Mm. And uh, I think I might have mentioned this on the show before because we do go out and visit, um, you know, a couple times a year. And because my husband is from that area. And it's their blueberry ale. It's just very summery. It's easy to drink. It's got flavor. And so it's actually one of my favorite beers of all time. Hmm. Not sponsored, quite, but they are I mean, a fantastic that's quite brewery. the endorsement. I know. Remember. Yes. Um, wow. So, well, I'm actually um, thinking of that Prosecco I had last night. At the, mm. the movie, the movie premiere that we went to see, mm. and, and I even had alcohol in a very long time, uh, so it was nice. It was nice, and I actually, while I did not actually get tipsy, I totally expected to. Well, that did not happen. I did wake up in the middle of the night with uh, quite the headache, so it was oh. a little, yeah, yeah. Really you were dehydrated, yeah, yeah. But you mm. know what? It was a good first four way back for a. <laughs> back into yes. uh drinking uh something other than seltzer water and soda yeah and that's true water <laughs> so that was that was quite nice so uh as i mentioned a couple of well, a couple of months back we both shared two examples of content that we are loving mm-hmm. um and as i said i i come at it from like people who are inspiring me for my content because you know sometimes it's very easy to get complacent with your content and just kind of let it ride Uh, and then but then every once in a while you see something that you're like oh my gosh that was such a good idea so that's kind of what this episode's about all right so jesse you actually were organized and got your examples down on paper first so why don't we listen to what you have to say yeah so you know there is just there's so many, so much good content out there. It was actually kind of difficult to like just pull to. So I think we're, you know, we're probably end up doing another one of these at some point. But last time, I think I focused mainly on um, content created on TikTok. And this this time around, I do have an example from Instagram, but I also have an example from TikTok. 
Uh, and one of my, the example from Instagram is actually from a past guest, Mallory Musante. I forget. Oh, that's yeah. How pronounce. I can't remember if I just butchered yeah, her last name or not. Nope, you did good. Um, so her content um, pops up on my feed regularly, which is great. And I've been really attracted to her content, um, you know, usually does stop stop my scroll, which I feel like, you know, my attention span, everybody's attention span is is so limited. But one of her posts in particular, I wanted to bring to attention, which, you know, caught my attention because it had to do with photography. So her post, her, her regular post on August 1st um, was about how she's been integrating stock photos instead of brand photos as part of her brand refresh. So of course, like it was a, it was a text overlay of an image. And so that was the post. And so it immediately caught my eye. I had like, you know, it was very bold or not bold, but like very like simple title. And I was like, Ooh, let me read more. So then I looked into her caption and it was very explanatory and informational. And I think, you know, we are interested in learning more about our ideal client. And, you know, it's, it's good for me to, it was good for me to stop and see this because as a photographer, I was like, huh, so why is she using brand photos um, or stock photos instead of her brand photos? And she mentioned that uh, right now in her own business, she was at a pivotal point where she felt her brand photos didn't reflect the new point in her business, which I think does happen a lot with entrepreneurs. And I've seen that, especially with... um, a couple of my clients where we've sort of switched up how how we shoot, what we shoot. And so it was interesting to see that she's sort of filling this gap with stock photos until she can have another shoot. So it was refreshing to see that she still values brand photography, that personal aspect of it. But until then, she's not going to let her content fall by the wayside and supplement she will supplement with these stock photos um, because she feels like it's more important to have visual cohesion with the direction of her new brand than to just not post at all or to use imagery that isn't reflective of her new brand. Maybe it doesn't mesh well enough. So that piece of content, it stopped me. It was informational. And for me personally, as a brand photographer, I learned something from her as far as like reevaluating how my some of my clients might be thinking. So I enjoyed that post and a lot of her content is just very informational as well. And some of it's almost like bold, like she's not afraid to share certain things. And that's why we we, we even brought her on the show kind of knowing that. So if you haven't listened into that last episode, um, everybody should, I forget which episode it actually is. Maybe we can link that up in the show notes here, but um, I think she's just willing to sort of lay it all out and not be afraid to be authentic in that way. Um, So I like that piece of content. Um, That was my Instagram example. And she was episode 104. 104. And she talked about, can content creation help you make six figures? Yes. Which actually was one of our more popular shows. And she laid it out. She she got into real, real numbers with us, which I thought was really, really great. So she's very transparent. I do love that she's super transparent with her content. Well, that's why we wanted her on the show. Yeah. Is because, you know, so many people 
are afraid to, oh, I'll help you make six figures, but they're don't they don't necessarily tell you how much they're making. Right. Exactly. And not that not that I'm like not that everybody has to whip, oh, I made this much. You know, I I'm not like that, but if I'm gonna trust somebody to tell me how to make six figures, I kinda wanna know, are you making six figures or is this like, you know, a scam? Scam. <laughs> so. scam. So, um, okay. And then the She's other fantastic. And then the other piece of content um, was TikTok. And I have talked about this before. I am a consumer of TikTok. I just enjoy a lot of TikTok content. I probably spend way too much time on the app, but um, I enjoy it. Some of it's just for fun. Some of it is informational. Like um, this woman that I have now hit the follow button. I've saved her content. Her name is or her handle on TikTok is Train with Shay. And she's a fitness nutrition coach. And a lot of her content revolves around recipe creation. And I do have a fitness coach. Um, She's actually a client of mine, um, Christina Parioli. And she, um, you know, develops all of my virtual, like we do it virtually. She has training programs for me, recipes and all of the things. But I'm always interested in seeing what else is out there to help me on my own fitness journey and nutritional journey because... I'm supposed to eat a lot of protein. And because I'm pescatarian, I don't eat a lot of red meat um, really anymore or chicken or anything like that. Uh, It's hard to find a lot of protein options. And so Train with Shay has all these great recipe ideas. And what I love about her is she's funny, she's witty, and she appeals to my personality, but she's leveraging a pain point in a way that makes you fall in love with her. So I could see how she uses this as almost like a the start to her own funnel. Because the recipe is just like a piece of the pie, I guess you could say, like a piece of the puzzle. Um, and she does these recipes and she's, first of all, she's like in her underwear. <laughs> she makes <laughs> bra and underwear. But she, I mean, she looks amazing. She looks fantastic. And she's got these amazing tattoos all over her body. And so you're like enamored. You're just like, you're intrigued. So you see her, first of all, and you're like, is she in a bikini or is that a bra and underwear? Like bra and underwear. Definitely just a bra and underwear. (laughs) And she's like, all right, we're going to make this recipe. We're going to like, we're going to make the famous TikTok recipe that's going around. We're going to see if we like it because we don't make food we don't like. And she's just very like, you know, engaging with, you know, the whole, the whole video. And so I think for me, it's, I've saved a couple of her recipes on TikTok. I've made a couple of them and they are legit. And so they're great and I trust her. And so I think for me, I like her content because I could see how it can build that trust. It's real. Like she's real with you. The recipe takes, tastes great. She tells you how to make it. It's repeatable content. And so I like, usually I'm like, oh, what is she going to make next? And so I'm looking forward to her next piece of content. Okay. I, you always have such a great, um, way of speaking about people. So now I'm going to try and like follow up. Yeah. She's, and I even shared it with my trainer. I was like, you have to see this girl. And she was like, oh my God. She was like, I couldn't stop looking at her tattoos. Christina was like her tattoo because Christina loves tattoos. And she's like, yeah, her tattoos are amazing. And I was like, yeah, her recipes are pretty good too. (laughs) I love see. I, I get such girl crushes on women who have good tattoos. It's like, 
I love, I love, I can't wait to get a couple more tattoos. That's like on my to-do list. Yeah. To do my tattoo to-do list. So I would say both of those pieces of content, they're informative. um, Mm -hmm. They're engaging. They're, you know, they're skull stopping. And so those are my sort of main takeaways at this juncture. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep taking notes on other content creators content that I enjoy. And I'll share that next time. Awesome. Well, so what about you? All right. So I am heading to Disney for the first time in five years, almost five years. No, it'll be five years. Um, So I'm talking about this from a little bit of a different perspective in that uh, my first example is kind of a bunch of different examples. Disney influencers, they are a thing. They are amazing. And I love them. (laughs) So but I look at it from two different ways because there's the you know as you were talking about the informational so i actually know this woman um allison she i went to grad school with her and so journalism school and she went into writing almost expressly about disney and she works for a couple of um I guess right now she's working specifically for um, WDW Prep School, who I wrote for for a little bit too. Um, and she has she, her Instagram, Magica. It's Magically Main Street. So it's, but it's got, so it's got her name in it. It's kind of Magic Galley Main mm. Street 17 um, is her username on Instagram. And her content, while yes, sometimes she just kind of posts something um, fun about a recent trip to Disney. And she is in Disney World between her job with WDW Prep School, but also her family's like love of Disney. I I swear she spends more time in Disney throughout the year than she doesn't. I could be wrong, but it just seems like every other week she's in Disney World posting about something. So her content is very informative. you know, uh, just really, you know, she's like one of the things is um, Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party's coming up. That's one of the reasons why we're going. And she was telling people that the seven dwarves are returning to this year's Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Um, but then there's other ones where uh, she's sharing, you know, the best places to get a view of Tinkerbell during the fireworks. And, you know, then she's sharing how there's different walls in um, Disney World that's like supposed to be honoring pride, um, LGBTQ pride. And then she has a reel about Tron, which is one of the newest rides at Disney World. Um, she does also go to Disneyland, but most most of her stuff is is about Disney World. Mm. So that's she has like the more informative content, like tips and tricks and how to get the best views and how to save time and money and here's what you should do and when you should do it kind of thing. And I, you know, not only do, is she like the nicest human being ever, but she just has a real knack for sharing that information. So that would be part of it. But then the other part is inspirational content. So these, the following accounts, they might not necessarily always be sharing like what magically main street is doing with hers but it's like wow that's a really great shot or you know i need to do that when i get to disney world with my daughter kind of thing and that is disney with brie um b-r-e-e 
and she's got a really cute little girl. And so she shows up in a lot of her content. And of course, I'm thinking about how am I going to get Ariel and now Aurora um, into pictures and all that kind of stuff. And then there is the real housewife of Disneyland, who also mostly she so she mostly shares about Disneyland. Um, but she does mm-hmm. some Disney World stuff and like she does Disney bounding, which is when you kind of dress up similar to a character, but not exactly like a character because that is technically against Disney rules in case you didn't know. Um, I do not. She's, yeah. Well, like, I mean, lately she's been sharing some other stuff because she just had a baby. So like she, you know, had some posts just about pregnancy and everything like that. But most of her stuff is about is, is in Disney World or has something to do with disney branded stuff and it's just she always has fun pictures styling she always looks great Mm. um so there's her and then there is another disney i guess a disney mom disney in disney in denim so disney the letter n denim and we'll link all Mm. of these things up um, she's one of the bigger accounts that I follow for Disney, almost 45,000 followers. And oh, also, yeah. she also has another little girl and they just, they're constantly in Disney wear. They're constantly at Disney. And again, I'm just taking notes for our trip because she also has like how she dressed for Disney and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's, it's funny. I've just mentioned like all these Disney names, but then there's the princess Taco Bell. smaller smaller influencer um she also doesn't like she doesn't post strictly about disney but most of her content is disney and she also does disney bounding um and again just really like inspirational when it comes to the images and reels so and also she does a really good job with her highlights which i don't think we talk really enough about when it comes oh yeah they're cute yeah, and, and she's got a lot of information on that. Then there's also Mermaids on Main Street, another Disney influencer, just has a lot of great information on there. And then um, the Traveling Red. So this woman, I want her house so badly. She lives in a section. She actually lives on Disney property at Disney's Golden Oak. Oh, yeah. And um, she has this house that is absolutely incredible. And so, you know, she posts about Disney. She also posts about some Universal stuff because they do live right there. Um, but she's she's got some fabulous photography on here. So, again, not she doesn't post strictly about Disney, but a lot of it is. And she has this Disney house, essentially, that she's always giving a tour of. And um, so that's, I feel like that's that's commitment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's, I mean, I've got a lot of Disney stuff in my house, but she like legit has a Disney house. Like she will do a tour every once in a while of her house on her Instagram stories and like, you know, an updated post on her house. Like maybe she's changed a couple of things around and there's like, there's just little details all over the place that you're just like, are you kidding me? Like, right. So cool. So cool. And again, I know that's not going to happen. Um, She's actually, um, so one of the things that we're hoping to do with Ariel is the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, or at least that's mm-hmm. what it used to be called, mm. which is like the little spa day. <laughs> yeah. And her daughter did it. And so I'm like, I've saved the reels that she's created on that experience because I want to like replicate them for when Ariel does it. Oh, so cute. That's, so Disney influencers 
all of those accounts are like my first example. Taking it. it to an entirely different route is we are, and I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, we are AMA. And I found we are AMA a couple of months ago. Um, and that's their Instagram. This is the company. That's the company name and the Instagram name. I found them a couple of months ago because I was looking for something to cover up when I was nursing because I was determined that, you know, last time when I nursed with Ariel, I was like too embarrassed to do it out in public. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. This time I was like, you know what? It's a fact of nature. I'm going to do it. And they created like this really nice looking kind of cape like nursing cover. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's super fashionable and so i found them and i ended up following their instagram uh and they have some fantastic like user ge- and this is something we're going to be talking about in those future user generated content so like other people who have published stuff about their nursing covers like they include it on their instagram mm-hmm. and there was you know a lot of them have hit me like this if you go to if they're if you go to their instagram page there's like they have like memes too like it's a picture of tom hanks as um mr rogers and it says parenting at 8 a.m and then they have an, a picture right next to it of him in castaway and he's like oh just yes. looking, yeah and it's parenting at 8 p.m Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they've got like funny memes uh, and then they've got, you know, actual people using their nursing covers, you know, in real life. Like woman's, one woman's like getting her hair done and she's actually using the nursing cover as she's, um, you know, nursing her child. And another person's at dinner, you know, nursing their child with a nursing cover. Um, yeah. But then they also have these really beautiful reels that they've you know, I don't know who's put them together. Again, it never seems to be the same person. So I'm assuming it's user-generated content. Um, And there's this one that really hit me and it's a woman getting into bed and she has her little, she has a little baby with her and she's, it's just very calm and quiet. And, you know, she's talking about how, babies and mothers and i feel bad jesse talking about this because i know there's so many people on this podcast that don't have kids so it might seem a little foreign to them so what it's talking about and it's it just kind of sums something up for me that i didn't realize i needed i think people quickly forget that mom and baby go through a trauma together no matter how beautiful birth is it's still an incredibly intense experience and before that we grew together for nine months we created them through lots of sickness emotions pain Our babies feel like a part of our body and carry a piece of our soul. To us, they are the other half of our beating heart. So if we seem hesitant to relinquish our time or anxious to get our baby back in our arms, it's not being selfish. It's because we need them just as much as they need us. Our bodies feel as empty as our arms without them. So, and you can hear the music. (laughs) I didn't Mm -hmm. mean to do that. I don't know if you could hear it too much, but... No, probably not. Probably not. But it's had this really calm music. And it's, you know, it's just her comforting, comforting her baby. And it was something that I didn't, you know, it it put words to a feeling that I had been feeling. And a lot of their videos, while they do publish some really funny content and some really like factual content about, you know, nursing and motherhood and parenting, um, they have some really touching reels that can voc that vocalize what 
new moms are feeling, but necess- can't necessarily, um, like, like I'm having a problem even vocalizing right now. Yeah. How they can explain themselves. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how, whoever is managing that Instagram page and finding these, whether these are reels created specifically for We Are Ama or they're reels that they found on the internet and they've repurposed them. Whoever's doing it is doing a fantastic job because it's always neat for, you know, e- I either get a laugh out of whatever they've posted or I'm like, oh, I could use this, you know, it's like practical kind of information or it's like, oh man, that's totally how I've been feeling and I'm so glad I'm not alone kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's, mm-hmm. it always seems to be exactly what I need to see. So mm. that is my it's like relatable. It's relatable yeah. content. It's authentic. Relatable it's not, content. it's genuine. Yeah. And it's, you know, it can be a, a little emotional, which, you know, is it, it is an emotional time for me. Uh, so, yes, that is my second kind of piece of content that I've been loving lately. And I'm actually loving these kind of shows that we share are um, these examples. So yeah. I would, I think we need to definitely do more of these going forward because it's fun Agreed. and it is it is inspirational for me to see you know because it gives me ideas of oh I'm, as i said i'm looking at these disney accounts thinking oh i want to take this picture and i want to take this picture and i want to create this reel and i'm probably going to drive everybody nuts on our trip yeah <laughs> so if i don't come home it's probably because one of them killed me while i was there <laughs> uh, just just warning you. you'll be fine just warning you all right um, well, we'd love to hear what content is inspiring you. So uh, if you want to share that with us, you can either DM us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation, or you can also email us Cocktails and Content Creation at gmail.com. As I said, we'd love to find out what's inspiring you. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionally Kate and Co. And if you want extra points, you can use me as one of your inspirations. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Love it. Just kidding. Love it. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.